to the Think and Lose Weight Podcast. I'm your host, Luis Alberto, from LuisAlbertoTV.com. This is the place where we talk about and discuss how anyone can lose the weight they want, but only if they have the right mindset, which means being committed to discipline, developing good habits, and making the right choices. Hey guys, how are you doing? Welcome back to another for another episode. And uh, today is a uh, it's an interesting day because it is the day after <laughs> I I went out for a run yesterday. This is what happened, and my intent was basically to just run four miles. You know, just go, just go on a short run and get my miles in. Um, because I I don't know if you know yet, but and I don't know if I actually mentioned this earlier, but last year, um, and, and I know I mentioned about last year, I uh, I had a goal to run 1,000 miles in, in the year, in 2019. The only problem was that I made that my goal sometime around May. So prior to that, I really hadn't run as much as I should have. So from May all the way till the end of December, I really had to step up the miles in order to be able to do 1,000 miles by the end of the year. And uh, but I did it, and it and it was great, and it was the first time that I that I ever um, uh, run uh, ran uh, 1,000 miles. To me, that's a lot, and uh, I am not a huge runner, but I really do enjoy it, and I've come to to really. Uh, like it um, and, and enjoy it because I don't get hurt like I used to. And the reason why I don't get hurt, <clears throat> excuse me, the reason why I don't get hurt like I used to is because before when I tried running, I was carrying an extra 50 pounds. I was 218 pounds back then. Now imagine running around with, you know, just grab two dumbbells, one you know, uh, 25 pounds and the other one, 25 pounds in each hand. And that's 50 pounds. And just try to run with that. I mean, that's basically how much extra weight I was carrying while I, um, while I was running, which was just, uh, that, that was, you know, it, it, it would place a lot of stress on my, on my ankles, on my knees, on my lower back. And, but once I lost the 50 pounds, now I am a lot lighter, so I don't get injured. And that's why a lot of people don't enjoy running. We've talked about this before, that the reason why you get hurt while you run, I think the first reason is because you're carrying all this extra weight. Now, of course, you might have had an injury from high school playing, you know, sports or something like that, or you, you know, you tore uh, a ligament uh, somewhere. I mean or you had knee surgery, I get all that. And those, are, of course, are valid reasons not to run or, you know, uh, to put stress on your on your joints because of a, of a prior injury or a pre-existing type of condition. But for the most part, at least what I experienced was that the reason why I was getting hurt uh, running was because I was carrying a lot of weight. And now it's different. Now I really enjoy it. I mean, when I go running, I... To me, that's like my happy time. I really get to think a lot about a lot of things. And, you know, my mind is just 
Yeah, it's just it's amazing. Um, I don't only get the benefit from from the actual exercise and the the cardiovascular um, benefits, uh, you know, that result from from running, but but I really it really does clear my mind. And another thing that I do. I don't I used to do this before, but I don't do it anymore. I used to listen to music while I ran. I read somewhere that sometimes people get injured when they run because they are not running at their own pace. They run at the pace of the music that they're listening to. So if you're listening to fast music, Usually the music that I would listen to was, you know, about 100 and maybe 60, 180 beats per minute. And if you can imagine now you're doing, you know, you, you try to keep up with that music. Sometimes when you're going downhill or when you're going uphill and you're bound to get hurt. And, and it's interesting because that did happen to me a couple of times. So I don't listen to music anymore. I run at my own pace, whatever I'm comfortable with, which, which just happens to be at about 10-minute mile uh, on the average. I feel comfortable running at that pace. And research shows that that is the pace where you're going to get the most benefit from running. So the fact that you know I, I'm not carrying all that extra weight has really helped me and and I think uh, most people that that don't like running that's the reason they're overweight and and running is not good for them because they're going to get injured so at some point I mean whether you are running or whether you are walking uh, you know just getting out and I I have a friend um a really good friend I love the guy I've known him since high school and he he runs now you can do this i guess as an alternative to to running on the street i prefer to go on the street because you're in the you're outside you're really enjoying the view i mean there's always something beautiful out there that you can look at and, and enjoy you know whether it is, it's cold or whether it is super warm uh, or windy whatever it is you get out there no matter what at least that's how I do it. And you're going to have a good time because the scenery, it's always going to change because the weather is constantly changing. But my friend, he runs on the treadmill. And so his goal this year is to do 1,000 miles. He saw that I did 1,000 miles last year. And I think he had done actually 1,000 kilometers. And so he's like, okay. Okay, motherfucker, I'm going to do 1,000 miles this year, too. And I'm like, bring it. You know, I mean, I, I love that, you know, because I like to get people to to challenge themselves. That's really important. And, of course, you know, in this channel uh, and on my YouTube channel and everything that uh, you guys listen to, that's my goal, to get you guys motivated to do something. And if I can help one person out there, you know what? That makes me happy. So he wants to run 1,000 miles this year, but he does it on the treadmill. And I was talking to him this morning via text messages, and we were comparing. We were talking about shoes and, and different things and, and, and talking about an event that happened yesterday that I'm going to talk to you here in a minute. Um, he, uh, he, he has knee problems. He says that running on the pavement, it's, it puts a lot of stress on his body. And, of course, you, when you run or walk on the treadmill – 
the treadmill does give a little bit, which does minimize the impact of your weight on your knees and on your ankles and on, on your joints. So you know what? The fact that you are moving, <clears throat> that's what really matters. That's what counts. I prefer to do it on the street, but if the treadmill is what works for you, that's fine. If the elliptical trainer is what works for you, that's fine. You just have to get out there and move. That's the important part. So anyway, let me talk to you about what happened yesterday, which was just crazy. I was not expecting it. I, 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 uh, I, I honestly think that if I had planned it, I might not have been able to do it. And, and that's a really interesting concept because it's what happens in your mind. So here's what happened. Yesterday, I went out to do a short run four miles i'm just trying to keep up because this year my goal is to run 1100 miles instead of 1000 and in order for me to do that i have to with my app i have an app that i use for running what it tells me is that i have to run 21 miles per week so there were a couple of days that i didn't run because i had a friend in town and then another day it was you know it's just weird i wasn't able to get to it so i'm like okay well i have to i have to make sure that i I stick to it because I don't want to have to run 40 miles per week if I, you know, slack. So I went out for my run. So I got to like, I think it was like the third mile. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm going to explore a little bit because I run around the neighborhood. And and I'm staying with a friend right now. And so I'm like, I'm going to explore a little bit because there's this one park that I always drive by. And I see that there's like a track you know, a cement track and there's always people cycling and people running. And I'm like, you know, I'm just, I'm just going to go ahead and, and run over there. It's like an extra mile. So maybe I'll do, maybe I'll do six miles today, which, you know, and I felt good. It yesterday was a really beautiful day here in Dallas. And so I, um, I start running. So I get to the, to the park and I'm like, okay, so I'm, I start running and I'm thinking that it's going to loop somewhere. And and then I'll come back and you know that's it. I'll do my, my six miles. Well, boy, it wasn't looping. <laughs> I was like shit. So I keep uh, I, I I'm running, and then this trail merged with another park, and there was a lot more people and bicycles and whatnot. So I get to this other park and it's really weird because i didn't know this it's all interconnected so i'm looking at the app and i'm like okay i am currently eight miles from the house and i need to get back there <laughs> okay so i'm like this is going to be interesting so i'm looking for for a loop somewhere and i didn't just want to stop and turn around and go back you know, that would be like the wimpy thing to do. I will find a loop and I'll get back. Well, I get to a place here in Dallas called uh, White Rock Lake. And I have been to uh, White Rock a few times, you know, to shoot commercials or uh, photo shoot or, or to do, uh, uh, I forget, uh, there was one that I did for Sony a few years back. So I, I knew the lake was there, I, but I start running. And again, it was a beautiful day and there was a lot of people out and I'm like, wow, this is really, I really enjoyed it because I had 
honestly, here in Dallas, I had not gone anywhere in the, what, uh, do, how many years I've been here in Dallas? Like 16 years that I've been here. I had never come across a park or, uh, you know, where there was just so many people around. And there's some beautiful homes right on the lake. And I'm like, wow, this is really pretty. People, you know, I felt like I was back in California, you know, and back in San Diego. And so I start running and I started running around the lake and I'm like, okay, this is going to be interesting because it is White Rock Lake. It's a very large lake. So I get to halfway around the lake and there's like a levee. And there was a way to run across the levee on the top. There was a trail. I mean, it, the trail basically goes all around the lake. So I'm like, okay. So I am like at, uh, I get to the 16th mile. And I am not, I haven't finished the lake yet. Now, mind you, I still have to go back to the house, which was about another eight miles after that. And I'm like, okay. So I'm like, it looks like I'm going to do at least 20-something miles today. And I just kept on going. I turned off the uh, the audiobook. This, that's another thing that I do while I run. I listen to audiobooks. And these are books that I can learn something from. And I just happened to be listening to uh, an audiobook called The Five-Second Rule. Um, um, and... I turned it off because I didn't want the battery to die. I, I needed my GPS, my running app, to clock my, um, uh, you know, my my time. I'm like, if I'm gonna run this much, I need to make sure that this thing is documented somewhere. And sure enough, man, I, I kept going, um, and um, it, it it was just uh, unexpected. Uh, I, I really didn't think that I was going to I was going to run that much, so I'm like, I've always heard people saying that okay, once you get to the um, 18th mile, you're going to hit a wall, and I'm like, okay, I'm waiting for the wall. Where the fuck is the wall? And I'm like, you know, I mean, I, I was I was doing okay. Now here's another thing. I I I took off. I think it was like around 1:30 in the afternoon. I had not eaten anything since the day before for dinner. I ended up, that's the last time I ate. I had not drank any water because I was only supposed to do four to six miles. And so needless to say, I didn't do any of the stuff that most people, I guess, runners do. But I just, I kept going. And so I get to the 19th mile. And then suddenly I felt like a small, like a light cramp on my right calf. And I'm like, okay. And I'm, I'm kind of, I'm waiting for my, my calf muscle to just give up on me. But I kept going. So, you know, after the 20th mile, I'm like, okay, it's fine. Um, and, oh, and, and I turned off also the notifications from the app. So it didn't tell me, because uh, once I get to, to each mile, the app tells you, you know, 17 miles pace, you know, 10 minutes, 27 seconds, um, total 
time, total distance, whatever. So I turned that off because I didn't want, I didn't want to know. <laughs> I'm just going to go run. I'm going to run till I get back to the house. And so here I am, I'm on my 22, 22nd mile and I'm like, okay, screw this shit. I am running a fucking marathon today because I'm like, I've never run, I've never run a marathon before and I've always wanted to. And so I, I kept running. And so I had to go off the trail and go in a different direction because had I kept going, I would have made it back to the house and it would have only been 24 miles. And now near the house, the trail that I usually do, there's a lot of hills. And I'm like, okay, I, uh, I'm going to stay as flat as possible for as long as I can. And that's what I did. I kind of went off an extra two miles and then I came back and, you know, basically I ran 26.32 miles and my average pace, I believe was 10 minutes, uh, 22 seconds a mile, something like that. But I did it. Now, the last mile was pretty tough in the sense that not because I was in pain, but I was just really tired. Um, and I, and I, I wasn't picking up my feet as much as I, as I was, you know, uh, at the beginning or as much as I normally do pick them up. Um, so I was dragging a little bit and, you know, um, but when I got done and I stopped running, I was like, what the fuck did I just do? I I don't think that when I left at 1.30 in the afternoon, and it took me four hours and 37 minutes to run 26.32 miles, I don't think that when I took off, had I said to myself, okay, I'm going to run a marathon today, I don't think, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, it, I think my mind would have fought against me and gave me every fucking reason to not run a marathon, you know, because that's how our mind is. Our brains just constantly put negative shit in our minds. And that's why most of us are not able to do certain things because we input this negative stuff into our head that it just, you know, it's like 80% of the shit that goes into your brain is negative and you have to fight to, to make it positive. Um, so, so yeah, I, you know what? Either way, I did it. I was super proud of myself yesterday that I, I, I ran a marathon and I didn't really plan on running a marathon. Um, on social media, one of my friends who is a marathon runner, he's done Boston, he's done New York, he's done every freaking marathon you can imagine. Um, uh, he was like, way to go, bro. And I'm, but you know, but his average mile, uh, time, you know, minute per mile is, I think the last one, I think he was, I think he was under six minutes per mile, which is just ridiculous. I mean, how can you run a marathon and, and run under six minutes per mile? It's crazy. I'm like, wow. Uh, but, but I, I, I was just glad that I did it. Um, that has honestly have that had been my goal for a very long time to run a marathon. And what really 
again, people, what I've read throughout the years was that you're going to hit this wall and then your body's going to start shutting down. You need to have some potassium. You have to get some, uh, get a banana. You have to eat the little goo gel thing that the runners, you know, and I'm like, I did this fucking thing without water. I did not hydrate. I did not have a glass of water that morning. The only thing I had was coffee. When I wake up, I wake, I wake up at five o'clock in the morning every day. And I had my, my uh, Americano with heavy whipping cream and some trivia. That's basically what I do. I make, and my Cuban espresso makes it all in. That's the only thing I drank that day. Because I, I don't believe in freaking, you know, hydrating and none of that shit. You know, hydrate afterwards. But it is evidence, guys, that your body can do so many things. I mean, honestly, you know what I was thinking? It was so funny. I'm running and I'm thinking because I, I recently uh, finished the book uh, uh, Can't Hurt Me by uh, David Goggins. And I'm like, fucking David Goggins. <laughs> that's, that's what I kept saying to myself as I ran. Uh, because when you listen to the audiobook, the uh, the guy uh, who narrates the book, it, it, the book is really cool because it's almost like a he reads a, a chapter and then there's like a podcast between him and David Goggins in the studio. And it's funny because almost after every chapter when David Goggins, you know, he does some crazy shit that is humanly impossible to do, the guy goes fucking david goggins every time it is fucking hilarious so if you haven't if you read the book i highly recommend you listen to the audio form because there's a lot more to it uh than, than the book has so but that, that's what i was thinking so yesterday what i my takeaway from doing this thing from running a marathon uh without really planning it was that your, the human body is able to do incredible things and is, you know, what, what happened to me yesterday, it really, it, it, it backs up what David Goggins uh, has done his whole life or, you know, the majority of, of his life uh, with regards to the crazy physical demands he has put on his body. So that motherfucker now has me thinking about doing an ultra which you know it's 50 or 100 miles um but i did this marathon yesterday without water without hydrating you know so without uh, any of the gels without potassium or anything like that and my body did pretty good I, I was really surprised then i got home and then i had i had to go out to dinner with a friend which i had already planned to go out to dinner and i'm like okay i can't you know bail out so i, I took a shower and then um, it was really weird because I, I did I did get the shakes right before I, I jumped in the shower. So I I made I put the hot water on, man, and I, I soaked in the, in the shower for like thirty minutes, and it was great. Then I was feeling you know I was feeling fine. I was a little, I was a little sore, and went out to uh, to dinner. You know, I came back, and uh, yeah, I was in bed and. and and I was in a little bit of uh, pain because this was something new. I had never done that. I had never put my body through such a physically demanding um, situation. But it is amazing. You can do it. Anybody can do it. So long as you have the right mindset, you're willing to put in the, the, the effort, you stay positive, and you believe that you can do it. If you believe you can do something, you can do it. If you 
believe I am going to lose 50 pounds. Notice I said 50 pounds. I put a number there because it's just saying I'm going, <clears throat> I just, I'm going to lose weight. That's not enough. You have to have a, a, a something that's measurable, uh, a specific goal. Okay. So 50 pounds, 40 pounds, 30 pounds, 10 pounds, it doesn't matter. But um, so long as you have a goal, you can do it. So long as you really have that vision and you have the mindset, it can be done. Uh, and yesterday, what happened to me is proof. And I, I couldn't believe it. I, I got back home and my roommate was like, dude, where you been? I'm like, so your, your truck's been parked out there. Old, you know, I'm like, where are you? I'm like, I just ran 26.32 miles. He's like, holy shit. I go, yeah, well, I kind of got lost. <laughs> I got lost and... I got to White Rock Lake and I ran around it and, uh, you know, um, <laughs> and I wasn't planning on it, but here I am. And I'm like, you know, a lot of my friends were like on social media. I was like, dude, I would have taken an Uber back home. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I kind of thought about it, but you know, I said, nah, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. Once I got to the, I think it was like the 18th or 19th mile and I was still moving. I was like, I'm running a fucking marathon because I'm not turning back now. <laughs> I'm not turning back. You know, once I get there, man, and, and that's how I am, you know. Um, and, and that's how, you know, you have something in you that you don't even know that you have it until you have to step up to the plate. Then you, you will reach deep into your whatever it is, man, and you will pull it out. So that's my takeaway, guys. And I wanted to do this interesting podcast, uh, something different, because I wanted to share my experience with you yesterday. And I can't believe that I did it, uh, but it's done. And now it's making me go, okay, well, if I can do 26.32, I can do 50, <laughs> you know, fucking David Doggins. <laughs> Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Podcast, and and uh, I really do appreciate uh, those of you who uh, have subscribed, or if you just found the podcast and and you listen uh, to it. I invite you to uh, watch my YouTube channel, and um, uh, you know, and like that, you can get an idea of what I look like. Uh, I try to put out a video every week, and I try to do one in English and then one in Spanish. Um, because I want to reach out to as many people as I can so I can do whatever I can to help you uh, lose weight, um, have some positive outlook uh, uh, in life and basically in anything. Because the channel is not just about you know the fitness portion of it because I, I do believe that 80% of the battle is what happens in your head and that's where all the changes have to come from, from your mind. And, um, you know, just, uh, any support that you can give me as far as joining the, the channel, subscribing, liking, whatever, just, uh, <clears throat> just do it. And, and I would really appreciate it because I, I don't feed you a line of bullshit. Um, most of the people that have, I, I think, uh, I know for a fact in, in, in YouTube, uh, most of the people have links to other places and they're always trying to sell you shit. I, I don't do that. I just basically get to the point and I tell you what has worked for me. And I'm just, I'm an average guy, just like you. I was somebody that was fat. 
I was 50 pounds overweight. I carried it well, but you know, most of the time when I see somebody that I haven't seen for about a year and a half, sometimes I go to an audition and and I see another actor that I haven't seen in a while and they go, holy shit, man, you, you lost a lot of weight. And I'm like, hey, fucker, you never told me I was fat. <laughs> But that's in essence what they're telling me. They're telling me that I was fat. Um, and that's why, you know, it, there's such a big difference now. You know, 50 pounds, man, it, it, makes, a, it makes a big difference in, in, in what you look like. Your face, you know, and then on camera. I mean, I'm, I, I'm booking a lot more, more work now for, you know, commercials and, and, and stuff because, and, and photo shoots because uh, my face is thinner. And the camera does add weight. Do you? I mean, this, I remember I did a, a TV show called American Crime on ABC, and I had a really good scene with Felicity Hoffman. And here's the funny thing. A couple of weeks ago, a friend sends me a text message, and she's like, were you on American Crime? And I'm like, yeah, why? She goes, oh, my God, I just saw you, and I wasn't sure if I was you. I go, why? Because I was fat? Here's the thing. I looked at that episode when it came out. And I played a police officer and have a really good scene with Felicity Hoffman. I mean, the scene was like about two minutes, me and her going back and forth. You know, this is Felicity Hoffman, um, an Academy Award uh, uh, winning actor. And I was like, I was just stoked that I, but when I saw the freaking episode, I, uh, this is a scene where, I don't know if you watch it, it was the first season of American Crime. Uh, Timothy Hutton was the male lead and Felicity Hoffman was the female lead. And this was shot here and it was supposed to be in Modesto, California. It was actually shot here in Texas, in Austin. And so in this episode, somebody throws a rock at her window and she comes to the police station to file a report. And I, I'm the officer that responds and she's really hysterical because some, she says, you know, somebody's trying to kill her. And I'm just basically, listen, lady, just shut the hell up. It was probably just a kid, blah, blah, blah. But when I, anyway, so when I look at the, when I looked at the, I watched the, uh, my scene, I was like, holy shit, I was big. Because in addition to being fat, I was also wearing the bulletproof vest underneath the police uniform. And that makes me look even fatter. So I, I think that was the point when I started changing my, my um my thoughts and everything starts with a thought um about uh, losing the weight and then that's when i started trying new things and some things didn't work and i kept eating and eating pizza and um but you know what eventually i figured it out man i figured it out and i was able to do it in the last year and a half two years have been amazing and so Again, guys, uh, you can do this. You can do this. Um, you have what it takes. You have the power, the ability to change your life, change how you look, and not just physically, but mentally. And <clears throat> that's going to lead you to so many positive things. That's going to open so many doors. Um, you know, at work. You know, work on yourself first. And once you do that. Everything else will fall into place. It is, I, 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 you know, sometimes I'm like, there's so much I want to say and so much I, because I, this, and I don't know if really if it's because I got to the age of 50, you know, I'm almost 52, but something happened to me once I turned 50 where it was like, poof, all this 
crap it just came in you know positive crap came into my mind and i turned into a different person i was always very positive okay i'm this whole shit about my glass is half full you know your glass is half empty no my glass is always full it's overflowing with freaking water and i've always been like that and i think that that has been really helpful to me as far as um getting things done and, and being able to you know god to be in a fucking tv show with felicity hoffman i mean come on really and that all came from an idea that came from a thought 20 years ago that i wanted to be an actor and and i started researching you know i became that became my passion and i became obsessed with it when you become obsessed with something what regardless of whatever it is it could also be a fucking negative thing if you become obsessed with something negative that would be detrimental to your health of course but when you become obsessed with something in a positive way whether it is a career whether it is losing weight and getting to where you want to be entering a competition uh physical fitness whatever it is a marathon when you become obsessed with it it will happen eventually i'm going to do a show uh, on uh, a podcast in the near future about something called the compound theory because i read the book and it's like wow it really does make a lot of sense and you will see what i mean when i do but anyway your mind is just amazing and you you can do whatever you want um so long as you have the right mindset you put you put the time to do it and and, and you make the right choices guys so i am here to help you I, I am not trying to feed you a, a line of bullshit because I'm not trying to, to make any mo money from you. I'm not trying to get you to go somewhere and purchase anything. Everything that I tell you, I, I, it's, I'm, I'm, it is what it is. Because I, like I, I said it before, obesity, it's, it's an epidemic. And it, it's only getting worse and worse every single year. And you have to break the cycle. You have to break it, the cycle with you personally and then with your children. And you have to teach your children what to eat. You don't eat for comfort. You eat for survival. And then once in a while, you splurge, of course. I'm not saying you have to be as strict as, you know, I, I again, my choice is I don't do any sugar. I don't do any bread. I don't do any pasta. I really try to, like, almost no carbs, okay? But that's my choice and i don't cheat if you want to do that you you run the the risk of falling off the bandwagon and getting off track so that's why i don't do it okay people that are recovering alcoholics or recovering addicts once in a while they don't get high once in a while they don't drink a beer okay so your diet and your food and the things that you eat is the same way so keep that in mind thank you so much once again for uh, listening to the show and um, don't forget to check out my youtube channel think and lose weight with luis alberto i'll talk to you soon dale